0: Welcome to the Military Child Education Coalition podcast, the show that highlights a wide range of challenges and triumphs that our military connected kids experience. My name is Nikki Harrison, and I'll be your host today. We would like to say thank you for the support of the Texas Education Agency for this episode. And I have with me today a special guest, and I will let her introduce herself. Hello, my name is Kendall
1: Harrison. I live in Abilene, Texas, and I am a teacher at Abilene Wiley High School. I teach 11th grade U.S. history, regular and dual credit. I have been the sponsor of Student to Student since we began the program at Wiley. I've enjoyed getting to know adults and students. I love watching students want to help other students. Um, My husband and two boys I live here in Abilene with. uh, My husband is Justin Harrison. My boys are Ryder and Reese. And I love being involved with everything that they love to do. And they are my pride and joy. And I um, know that time with them is going to go by very quickly. At school, I'm starting my 18th year of teaching. I still love going to school every day and teaching high school students. And
0: I very much still enjoy being involved in the lives of teenagers. Thank you so much for telling us a little bit about yourself and your teaching and history. I was laughing when you're talking about the history and I was like, gosh, that was not my greatest subject when I was in high school. Sometimes I'm like, gosh, did I learn that? And I'm sure I did at some point. So I love that you are still passionate and enthusiastic about being a history teacher uh, as well as the student-to-student sponsor at your school as well. So I would love to know, are you connected to the military in any way I don't really have anyone directly
1: related that I've been involved with with the military. The closest was my grandfather, who who was in the military. He was a Marine. He actually budged his age to enlist in the military, um, is what I've heard, but I did not know him. He passed away before I was born, and so I did not have any connection to him. But I've heard stories through my father and um, talking about my my grandfather's service. He was a career Marine and served, I believe, from when he was sixteen, almost seventeen, through his retirement, and was during the Vietnam era. And so that's the closest I have to military. Nobody else in my family has been military, and so. That was not a direct connection for me to get involved in student-to-student or with NSEC. But when I was asked to kind of volunteer to be a part of this program, I have gotten to know the military a lot more. I've gotten to go to Washington, D.C. and go to the uh, national seminar training. And it was really there the first time I went there that really sparked my interest to get involved more with this program. And learn more about military students and how they live and how they transition when they have to move so often.
0: So it sounds like you had, well, a little bit of a connection with your your grandfather being a Marine with the military. And what a, I feel like, kind of fun story to to, to be able to tell. (laughs) But it sounds like since you, you know, didn't have a really direct relation to the military. Why is it so important for you as an educator then to support all of these military-connected children and their families that you have in your community?
1: I have had friends before in the past. I remember when I was in college, I had some friends who enlisted, and um, both of them, and ended up getting married and had a baby. At that point in time, there was not a lot of support for married people who were both enlisted and they would tell me as well that when they decided to have a baby they knew that there wasn't going to be much support with their child and so one of them had to make some decisions and so that always kept in the back of my head that man we've come quite a ways to being a much more involved in families in military specifically military families where They really do try to help the family, help the students, especially when they are moving so often and try to transition them into schools. So when I started with the program, I just remembered that kind of from friends of mine long ago. And thought, you know, why not be a part of that to help military students and just new students in general make friends and get plugged into school and just help be a welcome face. That's kind of what I thought about when I was a part of the beginning of this program.
0: So your role as the student-to-student sponsor in working with these children at Wiley High School, it sounds like you kind of pulled from some past experiences and it made you really want to assist and support them better. So I love that you kind of talked about how this kind of all came to be. How long has the S2S program been in place at Wiley? So we began around
1: 2000. our principal at the time was approached with potentially starting up the program and would anybody be interested in going to a training? I could not go to that training specifically, I remember at that time, but I was interested in the organization. And so I had my principal tell me some more information about it, and I then got to go that next summer to Washington, DC. That was when I was saying that I'd been introduced to a lot of things I had not known about with military and military children and families and them moving and um, the military bases actually in general. It kind of made me realize how important, too, that our base here in Abilene is, um, which is Dias Air Force Base. When I went to Washington, D.C., I went actually with my superintendent, and we both learned a whole lot. And I remember, those sitting there next to the lady um, at the table with me, and I felt bad because I kept having to ask her so many questions because there are a lot of acronyms in the military, and I had no idea what was being talked about. So I kept asking this sweet lady next to me, what, what was that acronym? Uh, what did that mean? And so she would help me try to understand. So I got to know quite a bit more, I guess, after that first year of kind of starting our program. But really, I've had the guidance of MSEC and the wonderful people that are a part of that throughout the many years. But a lot of it was kind of, you know, building the program from, from scratch and kind of figuring out just as you go, you know, I hope that I'm. You know, done you know a good job of trying to build a program that is geared towards helping new students and military connected families so
0: yes we've been we've been around since 2015 so that actually is quite a while for an S2S program to be around and and the fact what i find amazing is that you've been able to kind of sustain the program and it you know been able to have students want to participate and take on leadership roles every year. So I think that is amazing. I also laughed when you said you went to the, the national conference and asked lots of questions about all of the military acronyms because um, we do have a lot of them. So we're fully into back to school season. I, I know just a couple of days ago, I already have purchased back to school supplies. And there are so many of our students that are going to be those new kids at school. How does S2S support these new students, and what are some of those benefits that S2S provides? Well, we try to
1: support um, new students with being a a first, a, a welcoming face, and, you know, meeting and greeting them and saying, hey, welcome to Wiley. We are so glad that you are here, and, you know, what can we do to help you feel more involved and more welcome and so uh, my students will give tours to new students. They will sit with them at lunch, especially. I know lunch can be one of the most terrifying times for a new student when they, you know, go into the lunchroom with a deer in the headlight look. We try to make sure they have someone to sit with and that we give them a tour of the school and show them their schedules specifically and maybe introduce them to other students. When one of my students to student members gets to know the new student, hey, what are you involved in? Are you involved in band or cheer or football or uh, whatever it may be? And they may know somebody they can direct that person to who is also involved in one of those things. We try to to get them plugged in, but also give them a connection to something that they are interested in as well. So I hope that my students to student members can be a benefit to the new student's who can help to connect and guide them to someone who may be a little more a part of whatever they're interested in.
0: I think that's fantastic. And as someone who is a parent of military-connected children and have has also been a military kid myself, I love that you talked about just being that welcoming face, having someone to sit with at lunchtime. Lunch is usually one of the most I feel like scariest parts of the day when you're a new student. And so just having someone to be able to sit at lunch with, I think, is huge. And and that's really big and important for sure. Do you have any programs or events that are geared towards back to school? So any orientations or open houses that you offer specifically for those new students? We do. We have a couple of things that we do at the beginning of school.
1: Uh, one of the big ones is what we call our Wiley Welcome, and that is a day when new students can come to the school. They can get their schedule. They can get a tour. They can sign up for clubs and organizations. They can you know, walk their schedule and make sure that they know where they're going for the first day of school. We're all there that day to to help them through all of that, so that that is a big day, and all the teachers are also there that day, so they can even meet their teachers as well. So we we do have that. It's a, a welcome back event called the Wiley Welcome. And then we also specifically for student to student, we will at that Wiley Welcome, we will pass out to new students a welcome bag with a new student newsletter inside with some other goodies that we've gathered from the community. And I had some things donated. And so in that newsletter, we'll have a couple of events and dates on it. And one of those that we do is what we call our um, back-to-school bash, where we invite just new students themselves. And we invite them up to the school. Um, It's usually like the Friday before school starts. We have pizza, and we'll do a scavenger hunt through the school. We'll play some get-to-know-you games. We'll just try to have a, a, a time where new students could meet other new students so they may know somebody before the very first day of school. When they walk in, one of the other terrifying moments is the first day of school when everybody starts walking into the cafeteria. And this new student who may have come from a school size of 50 kids into a very big cafeteria full of about 1,300 kids, that can be very intimidating. So we try to give them a time where they can maybe meet some new people, both some of my student-to-student kids and other new students to Wiley at our back-to-school bash. Then on the first day of school, my student to student kids will be located in the library where we'll tell them at the welcome that we will have students in the library for them and they can go to the library away from the chaos of the cafeteria. My student to student kids will be in there to help them with anything they need and just kind of give them a little bit more of a solitude place to go when they may be very nervous about going to their first class that morning. We also have um, a new student breakfast that'll usually be the Wednesday after the first day of school. And we will personally invite the new students to Wiley High School to a new student breakfast where they can just say, hey, you know, how's it going? Check in with them. Are you finding, you know, kind of your way? Are you connecting with anybody? Do you have a place to sit at lunch? One of our first events into school is that we have a tailgate party for our first home football game. And we did that because we have a lot of kids that come from out of state. And I don't know if you realize how football is a big part of West Texas. And sometimes students don't realize the football culture of West Texas. And so we tried to help them uh, kind of understand hey, football's a big deal and all the students sit in or stand really in the student section together. We'll have them come before the football game just like a tailgate. I'll order pizza and have, you know, games and things out kind of in the lawn area outside the football stadium, and they'll come and hang out. My student to student kids and the new students. And so then right before the football game time, they'll all walk over together and, you know, kind of have someone to stand with or talk to through the football game. So those are some of the, um, Events that we have at the beginning of of the school year.
0: So all I have to say is wow, there are so many events. It sounds like that you all have, and I love the idea of a breakfast. I think that's the first time I've heard a new student breakfast. So I really like that idea, and it sounds like you have a really good group of students that are, you know, into kind of planning events and activities for students and. And so I think that's amazing. And I also will say I, too, now am familiar with how big football (laughs) is in Texas. So I have to say, I mean, we were kind of big football fans anyway. So but it's but you like college football, but it's like a whole new level when you're in the high school football. So I kind of laughed at that one. So you told us about so many different things that it sounds like your S2S program does in regards to activities and events. Is there something uniquely specific to your S2s program that you do and what are some of your best practices uh, especially because your program has been around for so long? Our motto, our best practices is that I
1: tell my students you know our focus is new students and military connected families. And so those are the two things that we try to to highlight, to work with in our focus. So I don't, I don't really know if we necessarily have uh, a, a best practice. We just try to, to do our best to be a welcome, friendly face for new students. And we do serve military students, but we also try to be that friendly face for all new students, no matter their transition. And we also try to really highlight military families. And we've tried to grow that as the throughout the years of our program. We put on a Veterans Day brunch in November and try to highlight Month of the Military Family. And then in April, Month of the Military Child with Purple Up Day. I've also, in the month of April, to try to highlight military kids because sometimes I don't think that they get asked very often what it's like and how does it feel to be a military child. They're always very good to respond to it, but I don't know if they necessarily get asked about it and to highlight that. So through the month of April, every Wednesday on our announcements, I will have a different military child who will write me kind of a little paragraph about what it means to them to be a military child. And we'll read that over the inner column. It's really very cool to hear their perspective. Um, and I think it's really neat for other high school students to hear their perspective. Those are our two focuses. I'm not sure if that qualifies necessarily as best practices, but I- I'm trying to think of something unique. I don't really know if we do anything necessarily unique or out of the box, but we just try to come up with new and different ideas and maybe a little bit more than we did the year before.
0: Well, I like that. Uh, I think, honestly, as I was listening to all of the different things that you do, it sounds like there's a lot of passion there and a lot of creativity and a willingness to improve or to do more every year. I think that's unique as well. So, I mean, I think it's pretty amazing. Uh, And just like I said, to have had a program that's been able to be established for such a long time. You're doing something right (laughs) that I think um, is amazing and that you have students that are continuing to want, you know, to kind of be leaders, but have other students pull them up to become leaders as well. And so I think that's really important. So I think you're doing a lot of things right is what it sounds like to me. I know earlier you mentioned you've been to our training conferences and you've um, you know, been to DC and you've done some different things with MSEC. And so I would consider you a longtime supporter of MSEC and their programs, initiatives, because of all the things that you, you've done. So what do you see is the benefit of this longstanding relationship that you have? Well, I had actually gotten the
1: opportunity to go to D.C. twice and really got to know a lot of the the MSEC people, you included. I've gotten to meet you recently as well and just really fell in love with what they do and how they do it and how passionate they are and how they are such hard workers and I I just thought this is really a great program and so the long-standing you know I hope that I can try to to be around maybe a few more years to keep seeing that the program continues but it's kind of become I guess my baby and that I I love it so much and I love the people who are involved with it so much that It's just, it's become something near and dear to my heart. And so I think once you have that connection, you kind of, you take it in, like I said, as your baby and you don't want it to die out or end. And so I think MSEC does a really great job with connecting to the sponsors and the people out there that are willing to try to keep these programs going. And so I, I thank you guys for that and commend you for all of your hard work that you do through MSEC and supporting student-to-student programs so i am i'm very thankful for i guess now the longer-standing relationship that i have with msec and it's great i love that i can call and say hey we're needing a refresher course uh down in this area do y'all think y'all can Uh, help us out and put that together and man every time someone's like yep let's see what we can do let's figure it out let's put it together and we have people that come come to Abilene or something to the effect of uh, putting something together and we do a refresher course for our students and I think those trainings and those leadership opportunities really do help the students and the sponsors because it gives us a refresher as well and the kids that say hey It's not just me telling you about this program. Look, this program does exist other places. There are people that are a part of it that help to lead and guide it and that they want it to continue.
0: Well, I absolutely love that. And I want to say thank you to all you do as well, because without those educators and those professionals that are in the local communities, it's really a great partnership that happens. And I am also very thankful that I was able to come to Abilene not too long ago and really enjoyed myself. So since you've been doing this for quite some time and you honestly are doing it so very well, I mean, you really are being the S2S sponsor as well as just kind of building those relationships and partnerships with the military-connected families in your community what is one piece of advice you give an educator who's trying to find a way to support their military-connected students, but they really just don't know where to begin? You know, I was I was there at one point.
1: I didn't know what I was doing or how to do it or where to go. And being able to go to D.C., one of the biggest things that was a part of that was that I got to meet other student-to-student sponsors. Uh, people who had been doing this for a long time, a very little time, but asking questions. You know, what do you do? How do you do this? How do you organize it? What are some events that you guys do? What's some things that are really cool that I wouldn't think about? You know, networking is one of the biggest things I would say to maybe help that new sponsor teacher and give them someone to talk to. You know, um, ask teachers, man, that's the best that's the, some of the best professional development that you can ever get is, you know, finding another educator and just picking their brands and saying, hey, what what are some ideas? Oh, man, you know, I never would have thought about. It. That's really cool. Networking is a big thing. I think that's one of the big parts of the seminar in D.C. is being able to get to visit with teachers and sponsors across the U.S. that you can network with. That was my biggest blessing for sure. And, you know, getting to know the MSAT uh, leadership at that time as well was very, very helpful. There is a teacher who is going to try to help me out in the future and I was talking to her on the phone and we went through everything and she was like, (laughs) I, I overwhelmed her with all the things I was telling her. She goes, how do you know what to do or where to begin? Kind of the same question you just asked me. And I just said, well, we just started little, Uh, We started with one thing and the next year we did a little more and, you know, we just added and it just, it progressed. And so you take one step at a time. Don't try to make your first year program massive all in the first year because that, those things will become too overwhelming and will be very stressful. So my suggestion would be baby steps. Take one, do one event, do one welcome event. And then start to build your your program with kids that want to be involved and do, you know, these two, the focuses of new students and military connected families. And then once you get kids on board and build the program, you can then start working on facilitating the events for new students and for military families and things like that. So one step at a time. But every year, you know, you can make it better and better and build on top of what you did the year before were there maybe something you did that did not go well? We've had that as well that we tried and get, we went mm, yep that didn't that didn't really work out very well. We'll scratch that. So
0: well, I think they're all fantastic pieces of advice um and networking I think is huge and I think the beauty of our now global training summit that we have in the summer that just occurred is part of that amazing opportunity to be able to connect, network and educate and train uh, those that are working with our military connected families. So I think that's fantastic advice. And it's funny that you said that you had a colleague that was kind of wanting to know where to begin. And you said, you know, you just have to start. And it reminded me of this quote, if you want to get anywhere, you have to start somewhere. And so I feel like That was fantastic advice as well. You just have to start, right? And um, even if you start small, that's okay, because you're at least starting. So I love it. I love it so much. Well, Kendall, I just want to thank you so much for talking all things S2S and telling us a little bit about your community and all of the amazing things that your program really is doing. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: And always a great time talking with you and getting to talk about S2S
0: and all of the wonderful things that y'all are doing out there. I'd like to thank Kendall for her time today, as I've so enjoyed our conversation. MSEC is the National Advocate for Purple Star Schools, and we know that having a student-led program like S2S is an important component to supporting our military children. Thanks for listening to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share, subscribe, and give today's show a five-star rating. And don't forget to leave us a comment on topics you'd like to hear more about. We'd like to give a special thanks again to the Texas Education Agency for supporting this episode and Consentus Media for audio mixing. I'm Nikki Harrison, And until next time, in a world where you can be anything, be kind.